Welcome back to the grandstand. We are post Sandvort Dutch Grand Prix. P Money here and Knowles in the same city, but obviously not recording in the same location as usual. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, man? <clears throat> are back, you in a bath? Uh, are you in a bathtub this time? No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm not in a bathtub. I could have been in a bathtub though. <laughs> to give context, I do, last I do time have that option. last time we did record in the same location, we were in the same hotel. We had to record at separate sides of this hotel room so that we wouldn't interfere with our audio <laughs> hence the bathtub yeah it was actually pretty comfortable i'm not gonna lie that's probably the, most, know. the coziest i've ever the coziest i've ever done um <laughs> this this podcast <laughs> yeah i was a little jealous because you also had some champagne uh, yeah. uh next to it so yeah <laughs> pretty good setup so we're back a few races later the championship has changed holy shit um damn um let's roll the intro and get into it because max is just on a Honest, he's on a different planet these days. He's uh he's on Ale- planet Urker. <laughs> a question for all of you except Roman Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. Planet Urker. Yeah, that's that's a good one to describe Zenfor 2022. It hasn't been discovered yet. You know, they just got that new <laughs> that new telescope out in space, but they'll find it. I'm sure they will. Yeah, you know how they'll find it, because there'll be fucking orange flares pointing right to it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What is that orange nonsense? <laughs> is this Mercury? No, that's just Urkland. Man. All right. So from the outside, it looks like a straightforward Max wins again, blah, blah, blah. But we actually did have a bit of a competitive race here. Uh, and Mercedes, what is it, a week after just being two seconds off the pace in spot, actually looked like they were in contention for the win for a minute until a VSC, very, very poorly timed VSC for Mercedes uh, kicked in. Um, caused by Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, let the conspiracy theories start there. And uh, and then there was a second safety car in the end, or a full safety car in the end, that kind of sealed the deal for them. Uh, and for once, we can say that Ferrari was not the only one to make bad strategy calls in this race. Um, yeah, it was like, it was as if um, Mercedes rented some Ferrari strategists for the weekend. You know those triple headers. Staff gets a little. Yeah, like a, you got <laughs> so, some free. You got some freelance strategists out there. It's what's happening. <laughs> well, if they do, Ferrari definitely uh, should employ some freelancers. But yeah, um, okay. The facts are: Max is on a tear. He won his fourth race in a row. First time he does four race victories like that. 
consecutively. 10th victory of the season, 30th in his career, which is huge already. Uh, 17th pole and 5th hat trick of his career. Those are for the stats. It looked like pure domination, but Mercedes was there on a different strategy this weekend, starting on the medium tires, and it was it looked like it could be a shootout between Hamilton and Max in the last few laps, with Russell also involved uh, for a race victory, um, where Max is on a two-stopper and the Mercs are on a one-stopper. Uh, we'll never know what, could, what would have happened, but Mercedes thinks that it could have held on and won that first race uh, of the year. Yeah, man. I mean, it was um, I, the strategy between the strategy call and the VSC. Um, you know, and I don't want to get too deep into into any conspiracy theories because I don't think that actually happened. But um, <laughs> I mean, who knows? You know, uh, helmet Marcos, helmet Marcos. So you know, never. <laughs> you know, you don't you know. think it happened, but it might have happened. It might have happened. It, I don't think it did, but it might have happened. Um. Yeah, <laughs> that's one take. Um. But no, Mercedes. But the other thing too is that like, Merck made, Merck made some some decisions that were very un Mercedes like, and um, you know, ultimately, I don't know, man. I mean, this so far, it's 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 hard to say whether Merck could actually get a win this year. So, okay, so let's start off with the Yuki incident uh, before we – we're not going to go too far into it because I think it would be really hard for them to orchestrate that. But it was the weirdest DNF that I've seen in a long time where um, – so the timeline was he comes out of the pits. He thinks some a tire is not attached. He comes back in. They change the tires. He had unfastened his seatbelts. They fasten his seatbelt. He's there for about 35 seconds. It looked like a Ferrari pit stop. And then they send him out again. And he just parks it, you know, in the middle, you know, of the track again or on the just on the side of the track, but in a very dangerous spot. Oh, and before when he thought his tires were off, he had just parked it for 30 seconds. And then the team told him, no, no, you can go. Tires are fine. So it was a bit odd. And I don't know if you saw the interviews of Yuki after the race. I think he was embarrassed, mixed with like his level of english and it just it just looked awkward as fuck i didn't see his i didn't see his post-race interview but um i it's a it's probably one of the weirder dnfs that has happened in recent history like what exactly like i don't really understand like what what it was that would have caused that to happen but he didn't seem to know how to explain it either well, in any case, it does not make him look any better, to be honest. Uh, he's been slipping recently, and that's just pretty bad. But his post-race interview looked like Helmut Marco was holding a gun just off camera. <laughs> and just so that he would say, like, everything was fine. I don't know what happened. He, he, he was a little sus. But I don't think, you know, because a lot of people on social media think, oh, yeah, they're doing this so that Lewis doesn't win. But... I don't think Red Bull are that good. You know, that's that's just too elaborate for me. <laughs> that good or that that that's that uh that's sketchy. I mean, they're I mean, sketchy, but within the bounds of regulations, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even that I'd, I don't yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they would I don't think they would send team orders to say you need to make sure that one of your cars, you know, gets a VSC or a safety car out on track. That you um, know, because the other thing too 
that is fully illegal. Like, let's be very clear about that. Like, oh yeah, it's it, that's <laughs> in the same realm of the crash gate of Singapore in two thousand eight, where uh, PK Junior um, crashed so that Alonso would win. So right. that's cheating. <laughs> that's yeah, cheating, that's, basically. That's steroids in <laughs> baseball. That's you know, uh, it's yeah, uh, fixing basically. It's fixing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think that happened, but no. it did kind of turn the whole race, you know, upside down because up until then we were going to have that shootout between the Mercs and uh, Max. He would have, he was going to have to pass both of them on track, and then he had a free pit stop. But then Botas has an incident, parks his car on the main street. We get a full safety car, and this is when Merck's strategy kind of unravels. I think Merck did great up until that point. They started on mediums, everyone else was on softs, and they had really good pace. And then they had track position on Max, and Russell makes a call to pit for softs, which ultimately loses track position to Max and leaves Lewis vulnerable. And for me, I'm just wondering... Is Merck doing the best thing for the team, or did they just let their drivers do whatever is best for them? And did they leave Lewis Hamilton hanging? I think yes, personally. I think they left him hanging. Um, it wouldn't have changed the result, but it just shows that uh, they were not giving him all the possible tools for him to go for that race victory. Have you listened to his whole his radio rants? Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, oh, I've yeah. never heard Lewis. I've never heard him go that that hard on the radio. Yeah, no, he he was he was pissed and understandably so. I mean, did you get flashbacks of Abu Dhabi there at the restart with Max? How yeah, it was a little, Lewis yeah, on I mean, fresher it, yeah, tires? It, it straight up, like gave me. I, I started, you know, convulsing. Like <laughs> I was like, not again, you know. And I mean, Max just played that beautifully. I have to give it to him, like. You know, just like got the he got the toe perfect on on the restart. Oh yeah, I think what was it Palmer or I think Chandok said there was like probably a nose cone uh, length between those two cars at the line because you're not allowed to pass before the line, and he timed it perfectly. Okay, my question to you is, did Lewis fuck up the restart because he was entitled to go slow uh, right up until the line so that he wouldn't get the toe? Would it have changed much? Probably not. It would have get, bought him a lap, I think. But it would have caused chaos in the back, too, uh, which is what we saw in junior categories this weekend. I think he started a bit too early. I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but like Lewis doesn't play dirty tricks like that. Yeah, I mean, if I were Lewis, I would have I would have definitely like... I mean, Max does a great job of just staying on your ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't build that gap. Um, but you know, Lewis, like the, not his best restart, not going to lie. Um, it was great for Max, not, not the best from Lewis. I think he could have gone, he could have gone later. Um, cause he really, what he really needed to do was just get, get through turn one. Right. Like that's, right. that's, that's basically what he would have needed to do. And, and it probably would have been his race. Um, but Oof, yeah, I mean, uh, debatable, but regardless, like it, it, it would have given him a much better shot of winning the race. 
I think that, uh, yeah, I wish we would have seen a bit more gamesmanship from Lewis because if he had done that, maybe George could have jumped Max. You know, he could have made it uncomfortable in the back, but we'll never know. Um, but what, what are your thoughts on Russell making that call to go to Softs and Merck kind of leaving Lewis hanging there? Well, I don't really understand the call to go to mediums um, and put Lewis on mediums in the first place. That that well, Lu- made from what though? Because he he had already pit. That was not during safety car. No, I understand that. But like even beforehand, like that that just I want to make note of that call because like I I don't really understand like why when everybody else is out on softs like he would make the call to go to mediums. Um, I mean ultimately it helped him go toward to the you know to the, the end of the race I guess. But um, but to answer the question about Russell, um, it seemed like there was there was some 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 anger about George's George's decisions. Um, and I, I don't, I don't have a problem with them. If, okay. if, if a guy's aiming to win a race, I mean, you know, he's going to, he's going to do all he can. And, and George's still looking for that first win. Um, you know, ultimately he's doing his job. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't have any issue with it personally. Um, you know, did it go against team orders? Maybe. Well, no, clearly not because Merck accepted it. No, I know, but like still, like it, it, I don't know what was. There were no team orders, basically. I think the were argument there no, were there no there were no team orders. Are you no, sure? No, there were no team orders. I mean, the argument was okay. So first of all, in terms of tire, to clear that up, uh, Merck's were on the hard tires, right? Right, uh, and. The VSC caused them to pit, and they both went. They double stacked. They both went to mediums, Russell and Hamilton, and I think Verstappen also was on mediums because that was the tire to go till the end of the race at that point. But then there's that safety car, full safety car, in which Russell said, "Let's go to softs for the restart," and basically, we know it's the same thing. We saw it in Monza last year. We saw it in Abu Dhabi. When you're P1, you don't want to lose track position, and you don't take the same risks, right? And that's what Lewis said. He like they told him basically we'll keep track position and they allowed Russell to have the better strategy, basically. For me, I don't see it as like going against team orders because they accepted it, but I do see it as like from Hamilton's point of view, okay, Russell is probably not the team player that I thought he was. So I think it's I mean, I'm not gonna say a drama at Merck, but I think uh Lewis is gonna think twice. Um next time and he's just going to think for himself and make the call and not because he was waiting for the team to, to kind of do the the whole let's right. delay max uh russell can play you know rear gunner and he felt let down because that didn't happen which in terms of a team principle i think that's the best strategy you 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 go two against one this one you're actually losing track position to max yeah. with russell and you know you're going to get fucked by max because He's on fresher tires, so you essentially telling your your number one driver who's been ahead the whole weekend, you're telling him, "Sorry, we we didn't we didn't make a decision for you, but you're you're out because, and you're going to slip down because everyone else has better tires behind you." So I think that's where Lewis is pissed, and I I think that they did fuck up, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't the best uh, of weekend, and I think Zandvoort as a track um, doesn't help. Because there's really mm-hmm. only one place to pass. It's a pretty, I mean, as we saw, it's a it's a difficult track to to, to pass on. And like, I, uh, 
I guess it, when you when you put it that way, it does it does make you wonder like where's where is George's loyalty at in some ways? You know, is it to himself or is it to the team or can he do both? Um, but I I just I'm a little bit baffled by by Merck because usually when they're in this position, um, they make and maybe this is where you know the uh, we we miss Valtteri, but um. Because Valtteri would never pull shit like that, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like Valtteri would try to, took, but they yeah, deny we, him. You know, yeah. they'd be like, "Nope, you're you're staying out." Yeah, and Valtteri now James. I think I think Merck just doesn't really know how to handle Russell either, because he is he is better than Valtteri. He's also not yet beating Hamilton. Um, he was, you know, almost on pace with him, but. It's yeah, it's tricky. Um, I think Russell's allegiance is to himself, clearly, um, right. and I think that I'm going to keep a close eye on that because I think Hamilton is not going to make any, you know, he's not going to he's not going to make a bigger deal, and he already apologized to the team. He's like, sorry, I was just passionate to the moment, and you know, they don't really have all the bigger picture, but he's still right in my opinion. But I think he'll quietly just um, take this, and they'll probably talk about it internally, and next time he's gonna. He's gonna, he's gonna make the call, or uh, that's how I see it. Uh, I think Russell's entitled to make that call, uh, but the team, I think that's when I give for you know I cut Ferrari some slack. Is like when you're going for race wins, mistakes happen, and I think that's how I see Merck as a team. They didn't optimize strategy to win the race; they optimized just one driver's strategy, which was not the right way to go. Yeah, it's 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 got to be a baffling. Uh, I mean, it's got to be Toto's face all the by the way all weekend just looked um, confused, utterly confused. <laughs> like he just like or, or or just dejected. Yeah, I don't know why because Merck was actually not like they were they were doing better than Spa. Spa was bad. Spa uh, was not good. But I, I guess this was a strategy race also for Merck. So let's see. I, I think Merck has one more uh, chance to win a race this year uh, on one track. Um, Where? I will say it when that time comes. Okay. Um, okay. But I think that was that might have been the, the best chance that we saw here the way, with the way I it mean, unfolded. So far this season, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like the way also... Um, Ferrari, the way their race panned out also, because Ferrari's kind of lost some pace there. Charles was close in qualifying, and the race, they just weren't there. Uh, and we had a bit of Ferrari pit stop magic again with, uh, with Carlos Sainz. Oh, my God. Man, how, okay, so Carlos Sainz comes in for his pit stop. They only have three out of the four tires ready. So I guess they're trying to make the call as late as possible to surprise you know, Perez and Red Bull. But they ended up just surprising themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was like, <laughs> like, oh, there's a car in our pit. We should probably should probably put some tires on it. <laughs> I'm imagining the pit crew. You know, they have their radio, and the one guy, the guy who has the left rear tire, was like on his coffee break, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Throws everything in the air, struggling to find the tire. Dude, what are you late. doing? Like, and also, <laughs> what are your teammates doing? Like, everybody else had their tire. What the fuck was that guy doing? 
<laughs> oh man, the memes are just so good. I mean, Ferrari just—it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's or oh, not it's, giving. Um, yeah. Well, if you're, I'm looking at it in a more, I, I'm just laughing at it now. Oh, I'm just yeah. Gonna, yeah. I'm. I'm, well, that's I'm just cynical. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'll be cynical to the end of the year for regarding Ferrari, uh, but. <sighs> And also, and on the way out, he runs over uh, the wheel gun from I think McLaren. No, Checo, no, Checo ran over. Checo ran over. Oh, yeah. okay, air wheel gun. Yeah, because they left. So first of all, the pit lane is super uh, narrow, uh, way too narrow. I think they need to make that wider. Uh, but there was another incident on his second stop. Uh, he was released uh, uh, unsafely, and he got onto Ocon's path and. Ocon had slammed the brakes and he got a five second penalty for that, which he tried to defend, uh, you know, to the steward saying that he uh, he stalled and almost stalled. And but it, no, that was unsafe. So Ferrari all in all did a uh, pulled a good old Ferrari um, strategy wise. Carlos Sainz ended up eighth with all this crap. Um, but Leclerc still managed to get a podium in P3. But that's mostly thanks to Merck and uh, Hamilton not having fresh tires in the end yeah man i mean <laughs> i think you're right it's at this point with ferrari it's just it's it's laughable um there's really no other way to describe it like yeah no just, I mean- <laughs> just like and and we're going to monza this weekend um and by the way i will be there at monza which i'm very excited about um and i am very jealous but happy and- for you but mostly jealous <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, after this past weekend, I feel like we're going to see a well. They're they're going to be turned up for sure. But um, if you're part of the Tifosi, I can't imagine you're feeling feeling any sense of of joy right now. I mean, you can't. It, like, it's funny because even when when they ask him, like, "So, are you conceding the championship?" You can tell his body language says. Of course. What are you? Are you kidding me? But Charles. Part, yeah. But like the team, you know, marketing, you know, PR lines are saying, well, you know, you never know. I was like, dude, Max has, Verstappen has 310 points. Leclerc, 201. <laughs> I mean, it's he's actually moved up a spot. If you want to look at it, you know, if you want to take a positive spin on this weekend because he's tied on points with Perez now, but he's. He is second in the championship. He was third before this weekend because he has more wins than Perez. But that championship is done, done, done. Yeah, I mean, Max would have to DNF like five times. Like, yeah, uh, at least. And Charles would have to like win, win. that many times. <laughs> and then and we I would just, have the competitive championship. I think. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I don't see that <laughs> happening. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, for, for some reason I don't. Uh, yeah, Ferrari, for man. Is, for, but they were close in qualifying. Like qualifying was very, very tight, and then race pace. I just think that Red Bull is just, um, you know, in its own league at this point. Oh, hundred uh, percent. And 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 you know what? Like heads heads are gonna have to roll after this season at Ferrari again. Yeah, once well, again. Binotto swears that everything's fine. I don't know if you saw uh, Nico Rosberg's comments on Ferrari's strategy, but for once he was <laughs> spot on. <laughs> yeah, Binotto, Binotto responded too. Yeah, he responded in a very politically correct way. But so Rosberg said, "You don't even see F two and F three teams, you know, make those mistakes," which is pretty savage to say, but it's also true. Uh, 
you don't see any team make those kind of mistakes really up uh up and down the pit lane um yeah no, it, I, it was bad man ferrari it just has really to take bad. this year as like a learning year but boy do they have a lot of things to learn <laughs> to reflect on after this year uh yeah I, I really do it. wonder I, because it, and, and to a certain extent, like I really wonder had these, had some of these um, strategy calls not happened where they would be. Right. Like it, because it, it, it does seem like the car can actually perform. Um, but the Red Bull has just gotten so much better. I, but the, the, I, I do wonder where they would be if the strategy calls had it meant as, as just abysmal as they have been. So there were some people that are um, kind of looking at all these different scenarios where if Charles had scored the number of points that he should have scored, uh, but didn't because of team errors or his errors. Cause let's, let's face it. He's made a lot of errors this year, way too many errors to actually be a world champion. Uh, it's 125. It is very generous. I think it's probably not that many points because you never maximize the number of points you can get in a season, right? But if, let's say 100, if it was 100, then he'd be, you know, him and Max would be neck and neck right now. I mean, those kind of hypotheticals are so absurd. <laughs> right, that's why it's, it's, it's I hate, I hate looking at that because it makes no sense, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, 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 and you, to be fair to the team, yeah, Charles has made some some mistakes. Um, I feel like Carlos has gotten the short end of the stick the most, though. Um, yeah, recently he was outpacing Charles, and I mean, the last race summarized that beautifully <laughs> with all the errors. But I think Ferrari just doesn't deserve to. You have to tip your hat to to Red Bull uh, and Adrian Newey. They created a, a beast of a car. And I was just telling you on our chat earlier uh, this weekend, I'm afraid we're entering, you know, Red Bull domination cycle back like when Vettel was winning. I um, hope I'm wrong. I hope Merck can bring it back and we'll we'll have, you know, six more races to discuss or seven, whatever it is, um, to see uh, what 2023 can shape like. But yeah, just Red Bull operationally has been excellent. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Um... As much as as I might want to, you can't really knock them. They've been um, they've been solid through and through. Um, you know, very little in the way of mistakes, especially from Max's side. Um, they've just been getting better and better. It's 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 hard to say that you know it's hard it's hard to say that they're gonna they're they're not gonna win right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's look at what's going on in the midfield here. Um, it looks like Alpine is really in a great spot to get that P4, especially because both drivers are scoring points. Alonso, P6 from P13 on the grid. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just another Fernando um, brilliant performance, like out driving the car. Uh, and Ocon P9, which I think they're like almost 20 points clear of. Uh, or more than 20 points clear of McLaren now in P4. Dude, I mean Alpine um 24 points. Yep. <laughs> Alpine's got to got to got to be really happy with themselves. Um I think they're no no I mean <laughs> no I'm serious. I, I don't know why, why is that funny? I think 
Well, I'll tell you why it's funny because that comment is coming on the back of the CRB decision where they ended up losing one of the biggest F1 prospects. That's why I'm laughing at the bigger picture. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, they I mean, lose, fair. if they lost Alonso, I think for this year, you're right. In terms of results, they should be happy. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, fair. But, um, you know, at the same time, um, you know, just on track, let's put it that way. Right. Um, gotcha. You know, on track, I think they should be they should be happy with themselves. And, and you know, I, talking about, you know, we're obviously we'll, we'll chat about DR3, but, you know, the is it Alpine's made more gains or, or McLaren just didn't get their car as uh, right this season? You know, I think um, it's a uh, it's a combination of both. It seems like, to be honest, um, Alpine is faster than McLaren, clearly. Um but looking at McLaren's results, um, Lando Norris got some points this weekend, P7. But Danny Rigg had his worst weekend. I'm not going to say of his F1 career, because um, he did start with HRT in the back um, of the grid, but he finished P17 and just looked dejected. His body language was just down this whole weekend. And I don't know if you heard that. Did you see that video where he's talking to Checo and he's saying... I, you can kind of hear, yeah, probably take a season out and come back in 24, take a year off. So it's not looking like he's got like a spot for next year either, which, man, it's just uh, it's going from bad to worse for DR3. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty, uh, pretty upsetting, honestly, <clears throat> um, to see a guy like him who's, who's as talented as he is uh, struggle as much as he has. Mm, yeah. um, and then to to then like be out of the sport that he's he's been in, you know, since uh, since he was in his early twenties. I mean, it's 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 the nature of the sport. I think in this case, it feels really unfair to him. I think he's, I think McLaren too, to some extent, um, has especially with all the driver movements that they've been making both in formula one and, and outside of formula one um mclaren has had their sights focused on something other than develop like helping dan daniel rick danny rick develop with their car um i don't know they've been they're looking to the future i just i i feel i just feel bad for him yeah, I, just, I, 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 I don't know. Like, this, this is not who he is, you know? Um, no. Yeah, and I hope he gets a chance to prove himself at least one more time. Um, I hope another team gives him a chance. Uh, the latest rumors are, well, basically, it's it's easy. There's a spot at Williams, there's a spot at Haas and Alpha Tauri. Or no, he's not going to Alpha Tauri. Um, and he's most likely not going to Haas or Williams. Uh, it looks like Alpine is going to go for Gasly, and the latest rumor is that he's he might he might be Mercedes reserve driver for next year. Which wow! At that point, you're just banking on Lewis retiring. The worst part is that even if he did that, and even if Lewis retired, I don't know that Danny Rick would be the top choice to replace Lewis. Well, no, I mean, especially considering, I mean. Sucks too because he and I are the same age. So it's like basically, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, sad. It's sad, dude. It's just really, really sad. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know what? We're we're going back to Monza where he won last year, so maybe this is the start of a comeback this late in the season. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, he lucked out. I mean, no, I don't want to say he lucked out. No, 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 no. He put himself in an incredible position last year. Sprint race, great um, race. You know, obviously Max and Lewis crashed out, which helped his his, his prospects of winning. Um, but he drove a great race last year, and that's like vintage DR three. Like, had he not made that just you know absolute bomb uh on lap one to go ahead of max i think it was right um mm-hmm. you know he would not have been in a position to even win the race and capitalize on the the, the accident the, you know the crash between lewis and max yeah no that was great and so let's see if he can get some pace back i don't know if mclaren's going to be in you know in contention for the win this year but they can get some good points speaking of which we got to go to our stand championship here uh, um please don't Please, Please don't. A bit of a, there's been a bit of a swing here. As oh, well. man. Um, well, you know, Merck's strategy actually gave me more points. I got that P4 for Lewis, um, and I got points for Verstappen pull and victory, and you got points for Verstappen winning. Uh, but that was your only points of the weekend. So you're at 94. I'm at 151. Um, Damn, dude. It's As not usual. over. It's not over it's, yet, though. It's not over. It's not over. There's. I'm telling you, the Gromos. We gotta. We gotta go for the Gromos. I know. Uh, we're go, we're going to Monza, and I'm going to Monza. Is, and oh yeah, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to Monza, and it is my turn to go first for a prediction. So Do let's it. see. I honestly, at this point. I can't not go for Max. I think Max, because he's never won in Monza either, so he gets pull, he wins. Leclerc gets P2. Sainz get P3, so it's going to be double podium for Ferrari at home. Uh, then I see Hamilton P4 and Russell P5. Uh, Gromo will go for um, Latifi. Why not? And, um, you know, while we're on the Gromo, I just want to say that we usually give Stroll a lot of Gromos, and I just want to, uh, I forgot to mention Stroll scored points again uh, this past weekend, and he's they're quietly having a, a some you know making some good progress in the midfield with Aston Martin. So I just want to point that out. Stroll uh, P10 in Zandvoort, uh, not a bad result. Yep, good good for good for uh, good for Lance, good for Lance. And Alonso's already looking at the car, you know, at the end of the race, he's, uh, you know, checking out the Aston Martin for next year. You know, he's got his eye on the, on the prize there. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> All right. What do you got for uh, your I don't know, here? man. Um, you know, I'd like to see a competitive race, but it's hard to bet against Red Bull right now. Uh, and Max in particular, I'm going to go Max pole. Max P1. I'm actually going to go uh, Checo P2. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. I'm going to go <laughs> Lewis P3. Okay. Um, and then we're going to go P4 for signs. Oh, my God. That's a terrible weekend at home for Ferrari. And P5 for Charles. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. And is there going to be a Gromo? And who is it going to be for you? Uh, Gromo is going to be, huh? I feel like Mick's due for one. 
Oh, wow. You're being savage on your predictions. Yeah. I mean, this, I got to, I got to take some chances. Um, no, you know what? Who's, who's really down? <laughs> I've already put in Nick. Yeah. No. Sonoda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. He needs like a quiet weekend. He needs actually. a quiet weekend for sure. <laughs> <laughs> After this, he's got a lot of abuse on social media, which is like obviously really unfair. Uh, poor Yuki. Um, wow. So you think that Red Bull's going to. Ha- so Red Bull did uh, have a one two in Italy once this year in Imola, where interestingly, that was the other race that one of us attended. So that means that Ferrari is going to underperform at both for you. Yeah, man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Because I'm t- I'm also tired of putting I, I put some faith in Ferrari recently and it's fucked me on my points so, um, <laughs> so, so they're not getting anything from me this weekend. That's what's happening. <laughs> May I remind you? That's where I mega drove Leclerc when he finished P six. Oh thank man! You, thank you very much. Thanks for those well, non fantasy points. Well, it's looking like well, Max. You know, Max has uh, one goal. I think. Well, first of all, it's to get that title, but also he could win the most. Uh, uh, the highest amount of races in a year. He's at 10, and I think he could clearly get to 15 at least. Um, just like total domination. So we shall see. And he's never won in Monza, which is one of the big five tracks. So that would be huge for his, uh, yeah, just for the trophy cabinet. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, been a, it's a tough year if you're not a Red Bull fan. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. I am struggling here. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a tough year for our, for Ferrari fans. I think this is worse than even 2020, after the rulings and you know, found out that you guys were basically cheating. Um, <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I do think it's I, I think it's worse because the expectations this year are that like, are or you, you know you you were given so much hope in the early part of the season, and now it's just like wow we we can't seem to do anything right. Yep. Well, exactly. It's like when you have the hope and you just kind of throw it away, it's that is worse. I'd rather just be uncompetitive and, you know, be in the back. And if you get a few podiums, that's great. Kind of like Mercedes this year. But, uh, well, you know, at least you'll you'll have some good food in Italy, man. You won't see Ferrari, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited just to go and be uh, at the Temple of Speed. Yeah, dude. Big track. Big track. Looking forward to those photos. I want to see you try to go up that banking. <laughs> I don't the know. The old track. Is. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, enjoy Monza. And hopefully we're wrong and Ferrari gets a 1-2 and it's crazy and Tifosi go wild and you can yeah, experience that. Would, that, cause that, that would be sick. I would love that. Or who knows? We might have another crazy race and have like a Gasly win or a Danny Rick win or a Mick win. Who knows? But um, yeah, the way the season's going... Um, not too sure that's we're gonna have that. I don't know, bro. I don't know. In any case, though, we'll see you after Monza um, for the debrief. Yay! Yeah, yeah.